I'm back. I know I've been gone for a minute. It's been like two weeks, three weeks. Either way it goes, it's been out of the norm for me. But we're getting back to the regular schedule program. At least we're going to try to. I'm going to do my best. <laughs> I promise you, I will do my best. One thing I always promise with this podcast is consistency. This is just the intro, Jesus. We're not going to start messing up with these words. <laughs> but while I was gone, you know what I noticed? Nothing in the... Nothing in the... <laughs> Jesus. Be a fence all around me every day. <laughs> Nothing in this world has really changed. Uh, weather is up and down. The government is up and down. The country is being ran by the humanized version of Peter Griffin. So, I'm well. That was rude. That was that was very very rude and disrespectful and I'm so sorry I should have more respect for that or more respect than that for Peter Griffin um I really enjoy your show uh other than that (laughs) how are you how are things how you been you been setting setting your goals achieving them making new goals achieving those You know, have you been putting yourself first or at least showing yourself some self-love? You know, we're going to talk about it. My name's Red. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Uniquely Spoken. We are back. Thank you once again, like I said, for tuning in to another episode of Uniquely Spoken. Oh my God. The cat the cat is back, baby. Where did you come from? You are a different cat. Okay. 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 So for anyone who's new, usually I record my episodes later at night. And apparently there's a cat that roams my neighborhood or two cats, apparently, because this is a whole different cat. And I think the the cat is on the porch. Jesus, the cat is on the porch. And my sister's dog is on the porch. Oh, God, no. No, 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 Chaos. Please don't notice the cat. Please don't notice the cat, Chaos. <laughs> now, if you knew the cat, I started talking about the cat probably like three episodes ago because it popped up out of nowhere. This is a different cat. I think the cat is trying to get into the garbage can. I think that's what it is. I don't know. I don't know. But the other cat is, which I named the cat Frankie. That cat is like a black and white cat. And this cat is like an all black cat with like a white tail and some white paws. Where did you come from? And why are you on my porch? Get out of the trash can. No. Oh, oh. Oh god. The only luckily my sister's dog is in the is in the doghouse. So he don't really notice the cat at the moment. And I don't want to blow this horn and <laughs> scare the cat. But I want the cat out of the garbage. Where did you come from? And I'm convinced that this cat lives up under my house. It got to. It got to live up under my house. 
Y'all, I genuinely, I looked over because I saw it in my peripheral and that was it. That I, Jesus, where did you come from? Who is feeding you? I'm, tr- I'm trying to at least scare it away because I don't want my dog, my sister's dog to get loose and to chase the cat. But I also want the cat out of the garbage can. Okay, so you just not gonna get your ass out the garbage can. You know, I'm I'm sorry. I know, I know. For in, for anybody that's new, this is completely, completely off topic. Or I ain't even got to a topic yet. But anybody that's that's been listening, y'all know how I feel about these kids. But this is this is a new one for me because the, the, the Jesus, I'm stuttering now. The K is legit on top of the garbage can, and there's nothing. Oh wait, is there? Is there food in there? I mean, I know it's probably scraps, but it's y'all. If this cat gets trapped in my garbage can, am I a bad person if I leave? Oh yeah, that makes me a horrible person. No, I can't leave the cat. I can't leave the cat in the trash can. Moola kitty. Moola kitty. Um. Okay. Well, I think it's some buffalo sauce or something in there. The, the cat gonna be a little spicy on the inside hot tamale hot kitty anyway um i'm really trying to shift my focus y'all i promise but i'm legit watching this cat in the in the garbage can. i done blew the horn twice the dog the lord i done got the dog's attention and not the cat's um oh Okay, okay, okay. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I need to get going with just scrolling. But, yeah, I'm so mad at this. Okay, all right, little kitty. Stay, stay there. Stay there, little kitty. I named the other cat Frankie, and this cat, I guess I'm going to name him Francis. I don't know if it's a male or a female cat, so we're going to go with unisex names. Um. So, yeah, this is Francis. Francis, Francis is gonna be a little spicy on the inside, or it's gonna get barked at by this dog because he done came out the doghouse. Either way it go, uh, I'm gonna have to update you at the end of this episode. But, um, okay, this this completely sidetracked me, y'all. And um, um, to be honest, I'm not gonna re-record this. Anyway, the just scrolling for this episode unfortunately has to start a little bit sad. Because we have to cover... Well, it's sad and happy in a sense. Um, But we have to talk about the Jesse Smollett attack. And I hope, hopefully I'm saying his last name right. Because I've heard it pronounced both ways. Smollett and Smollett. I don't really know. I just continue... I just call him Jesse. But... um. Unfortunately, Tuesday morning on January 29th, about 2 o'clock in the morning, Jesse was attacked by two unknown suspects who beat him, put a noose around his neck, and poured what everyone is saying, an unknown chemical substance on him. And some are reporting that it was bleach. Um, But they poured that on, poured bleach or the unknown substance on him. Um, called them racial slurs, called them uh, homophobic slurs, um, and 
it was reported that one of the attackers yelled, this is MAGA country. That's, if you heard my previous episode, I, I, I can't, I can't get into that again. This, I, I swear is people feel so confident and comfortable now that it's sad. It is genuinely sad. Um, but I, I'm not going to get this started again to upset my spirit. But um, Jesse was attacked. And after the attack, he took himself to the doctor. It was said that he was hospitalized and all of these things. But he recently made his first public appearance in West Hollywood, I believe he performed. And he said he was cleared by a doctor in Chicago and a doctor in California. And he performed and he wanted to clear up some things where he said his ribs were not broken or cracked. He was bruised. Um, You know, he had scratches and everything on his face and the pictures were released. And he, like I said before, he had a noose put around his neck. But what's really killing me about this is the detectives one of uh one of the detectives was saying well he doesn't want to turn over his phone records um you know what does he have to hide this then and third i don't understand how he's a suspect when he's a victim it's sad when even when our black men are hurt despite how they identify sexually despite you know who they love whatever the case may be this is a black man even when he's hurt you still find a way to make him in the wrong to put him in the wrong but um he's since turned over his phone records i don't know what that had to do with anything and then what's also making me mad about What's also making me mad about this is the fact that a lot of the reporters who are reporting the story um, are saying, well, when he says he was attacked and allegedly attacked. Now, I have a degree in journalism. I know how you're supposed to write for the news and I know uh, know how you're supposed to write for radio and all of these things. And you're supposed to remain unbiased and you're supposed to you know, not speak from just your point of view. You have to speak from everyone's point of view. But the way that it's being stated, oh Lord, the dog came out the doghouse. Oh, don't, don't chaos. Go back inside. Um, sorry. But the way that this is being stated, you're, you're painting the picture as if he's lying. You have cops saying, well, he won't turn over his phone records. You got, uh reporter saying well he says he was attacked he allegedly was attacked but now there's new videos and everything coming out of um him walking before the attack and him walking after the attack and you can see the rope around his neck but everybody want to claim racism doesn't exist anymore we're in 2019 oh we've had a black president racism doesn't exist anymore you all are living in the past no we're 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 not Racism is alive and well and waving how you're doing. Uh, and people don't want to acknowledge that. But that's that's a different subject for a different day. Because <sighs> once again, you will not upset my spirit. Um, 
but he was cleared by two doctors, as I stated before, to perform in West Hollywood. And he made a statement that he fought back and he couldn't, he had to be at that performance that night because he couldn't let those who attacked him win, which I completely understand. And I completely stand with him on, you know, the doctors told him, Hey, you're cleared. You can, you know, go perform, but take it easy. Take care of yourself. Which, once again, is understandable. It's it's so much going on in this world where you can't be who you are genuinely. But you're, you know, we're the land of the free and the home of the brave. But the only thing that's free is you're brave if you choose to live freely. Because nowadays that comes with a price. And not even just nowadays Back then, it came with a price. And unfortunately, Jesse is is an example of the price that you have to pay to live and be who you are. Because even before this, before he was attacked, he was receiving death threats at um, his job. For those who doesn't know, Jesse uh, Smollett, Smollett, whichever one you want to say, um, is a star of Fox's show Empire with Terrence Howard and Taraji P. Henson and um, Gabbard A. Sidibe. So he's a star from that show. And where they tape Empire, he is uh, he was receiving death threats. One of them said, you're going to die, you know, homophobic slur and all of this. And it's, like I said, you, you this, this is genuinely upsetting to me because how people choose to ignore what's going on in this world. You make a choice to ignore what's going on in this world. But by the grace of God, he's doing he's doing well. He's saying he's still a little bruised, but he's okay. He won't let any, you know, won't let the attackers win. And he and his family are hoping and praying that justice is served. And they believe justice will be served. So God bless to you, Jesse, and much more success coming your way. Now to move on. So just scrolling, I y'all know I pull my topics from different places, Facebook, YouTube, wherever, uh, Instagram, wherever I find it. This particular topic I found because it popped up on my little feed on YouTube. And it's I think it's like a year or two old, but it's new to me. And this is my show, so I'm gonna talk about it. Now, there was a nail shop in Memphis where they were charging extra. They had a sign in the window and everything that said, if you are an overweight customer, you must pay $45 for a pedicure. To You know, you must pay $45 to be serviced. Now, that's, I guess it was double what, uh, what the normal price was. And... An ABC reporter went 
back to talk to the owner and the owner was like no this was not my shop it was not my sign but i'm not opposed to it i'm not opposed to implementing this rule because i've had instance instances where the uh where my chairs have been broken by overweight people and i believe it's extra work and all of these things okay sir now the way that it popped across my my little feed or whatever uh my suggested videos it um it popped up because the show what would you do did a reenactment of it and you got to see people's genuine reactions on what they would do now the actresses that one is playing the nail tech one is the overweight person the actress that was the nail tech got way into this apparently and she was like i hate it when my boss makes me work on fat people it's it's so much work and it's like the the you're going to have a $20 service charge and try not to move around so much in a chair because you will break it. And people genuinely stepped up. One girl broke down crying and left, but people genuinely stepped up and they were like, yo, you can't talk to, and you know, you can't talk to people like that, which is true. You should not. Now, my problem is you never know what a person is going through mentally. So for you to attack this person be it a sign in the window or be it verbally out just out loud because i know that's a reenactment but i know it's been done before someone has experienced this before and you never know where a person is mentally and the damage that you're doing and for the guy, the owner who said, well, I'm not opposed to implementing this because I've had chairs to be broken and it's like 2000 and 2500 to fix the chairs. Sir, that's what insurance is for. You, that's, that's the whole point of you having insurance. That's the whole point of you when you go in business you take precautions just in case something happens you have it covered and i'm not opposed to it because you know it's extra work on my technicians or whatever the case may be they signed up for this job they knew what the work was what the workload was going to be when they got here now you can't talk about oh well this is going to be extra for you because you're fat um, sir, I'm also going to be the main suspect in your untimely disappearance if you don't get, if you don't back up out my business. Cuz I what I don't get is people have so much say so or they feel as though they're just and have so much say so over someone's body and what is healthy and what is not and what looks good and what doesn't and and you take it upon yourself to say, well, because you're fat, you got to pay more money. I, y'all, let, let, let me know what, what y'all think about this. Because, as you can tell, I'm, I'm as my niece would say, I'm triggered. <laughs> I'm triggered. Because, you, like I said, you never know what type of effect you're having on this person. You never know what type of damage you're doing. 
but we're going we're going to move on to the next segment and take a second to decompress and decompose and take a couple deep breaths cuz at this moment I need it and the cat is still in the trash can Jesus see you soon welcome back it is time for unique thoughts and this week for unique thoughts <laughs> um is is it's gonna be one it's a doozy for me and it's a doozy for me for a couple of reasons but i saw this tweet that said why and i'm paraphrasing now at this point um why is dating a fat girl considered uh settling one doesn't settle for me because i'm a complete package so you never settle or something like that. It, the ending I messed up, but the beginning I think I got right. So, like I said, it's the beginning said, why is dating a fat girl considered settling? Now, if you heard my first episode, um, then you heard me say that I'm a thickums. You know, I'm 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 thicker than a snicker. Not quite government peanut butter but i stick to the roof of your mouth that that can be interpreted in many ways i'm so sorry <laughs> but like you know i'm i'm not a size two nor am i a size 10 nor am i a size 16 okay nor am i a size 18 all right uh so I'm 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 not your average, which which your average woman is, because I think it's been reported that the average uh size of a woman is twelve size twelve to fourteen or ten to fourteen or twelve to sixteen or something like that. Yeah, I'm past that. I'm I'm pa- I'm past that. You know. So this this. This is why I said this is a doozy for me. It's a doozy for me because it's true. It's not not true, you know, that dating a fat girl is settling. But people feel like that. Dudes feel like this. You know, we're a fantasy, or not a fantasy, we're a fetish. In some people's eyes, it's okay to be a fetish and it's okay to be you know an object because oh every dude wants to smash the fat chick to say that he's done it or hey we'll talk about you in public but we want to holler at you in private you know we'll slide in your dms but you can't tell nobody why is it that we have to be treated like a secret why is it that you, you get in front of your homeboys and nah, dog, she ain't my type. Uh, oh no, nah, I can't mess with no fat chick. You, you can't, you can't mess with this. You can't mess with that. And people have different reasons. You know, people have their own, their own personal reasons. Everybody have their own personal preference. But I can't stand the well. I, I guess I need to settle down. I guess I should, you know, 
settle with the fat girl. You know, I guess I'd be okay with the fat chick. Because it's under assumption that a big girl will take whatever love she can get. And we're going to be satisfied just because somebody's showing us attention. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, God, no. I don't know where you got this information from, but just like a size 2 won't put up with no BS, a size 22 ain't going to put up with no BS. A size 24, 26, 28. It's, it's about the woman, not the size. What I hate is something that happened to me while I was in college. I went... uh. I was in junior college at the time and we had this place on, it was kind of off campus, but not far. It was within walking distance. And we had what's, uh, it was called the barn, which it was like a, not Christian, but, uh, it was a kind of church based ran, uh, organization. It was, I think it was ran by the Wesley foundation. And I think they're Pentecost. Is it Pentecost? Methodist, I think the religion don't matter. But it's, you know, they came up with a thing called uh, Club Nights. <clears throat> Excuse me. They came up with a thing called Club Nights. Club Nights were an alternative to kids going like off campus to a uh, club to like a local club that was in the area or going to the next city which was like 45 minutes away to go to a club and then trying to risk driving drunk and all of these other things um so they would host club nights and they would play popular you know the music that was popular at the time it was of course edit you know it was the radio version it was the radio edit of it it wasn't, you know, it didn't have the cussing and stuff in it, but it was still the song that everybody knew. And certain dances you weren't, <laughs> you weren't able to do. I got in trouble one time with uh, this guy I was cool with, and we was goofing around and dancing, and we both got caught, got in trouble, and or we got fussed at, and we was like, we if we do it again, we get kicked out. But <laughs> that's not that experience I'm talking about. But that's that's what they did they hosted a club night as an alternative to going to a club and drinking and everything and they served snacks and punch and all of this and it was a it was a cool thing because they used to do theme parties and all of that but was at club night one night and i ain't gonna lie had this thing in heavy rotation oh i had this thing in rotation Oh, I was shaking this thing. Baby, I was shaking this thing. If I could have made some money that night, I would have made some money that night. Um, my mother is probably gonna hear this. I'm I'm so sorry. I've graduated now, so but I I'm so sorry you have to find out like this. But I was shaking that thing. <laughs> Boy, they said throw it in a circle. No. I threw it in every other complicated shape you can think of if i could have thrown it in a dodecahedron i would have i don't even think that's a real shape it might be 
I might have said it wrong, but that's that's neither here nor there. But the <laughs> I'm dancing and I was dancing with this I was dancing with this dude I know, and we this was somebody that I was friends with at the time, and we're cool having a good time. And there was another guy on the side of me dancing with a chick that I knew, and the guy was like staring at me and he said boy she dancing she getting it he was like boy she know she know what she doing but i can't never mess with him he was like man i can't i can't never mess with no big girl was like you she ain't my type it's, it's, i can't never mess with her. as if he was disgusted and i remember moving and i never said anything to him i never said anything to people i was friends with at the time and I remember going back to my dorm that night and that weighed on me so much because you give me a compliment, but then you turn around and backhand it and <laughs> give me a backhand with the sound of disgust in your voice because, oh, you can't do the fat chick. No, nah, bro, we, that ain't your cup of tea. This Okay, that's, that's, that's fine. But what's crazy now is I think he ended up with a big girl come think about it to be real about it um i think he ended up with a bigger but we're made to feel like it's something wrong with us oh your size makes you ugly your size is not attractive you're not beautiful because you got hips that's wide you got thighs that touch you got rolls you got stretch marks you uh your arms jiggle we're made to feel less than because of someone someone else's opinion not even our own we've been picked apart so much that our minds are no longer (laughs) complete they're no longer a whole we can't think a whole thought because we've been dissected you've dissected everything from top to bottom and it don't don't let us have a little shred of confidence about ourselves oh no the blasphemy what what is this you're not allowed to be confident because look at you there there's a few people that I follow on Instagram that are big girls and um actually a couple of big dudes that one is a dancer, one is um I had, there's a couple of yoga instructors, there's a couple of or uh, there's one that's a pole teacher and she says all the time she's like don't let nobody tell you that you can't be an athlete if you're not <laughs> like five four 125 pounds or 115 pounds soaking wet no you can be an athlete at any size and she's proven that i've seen there's a young girl amanda that is a dancer and she's been in magazines and all of she's a bomb dancer and she's a plus she's a plus size girl she's a chunkier girl and a lot of people speak on representation 
back when I was younger, like I like that was so long ago. But back when I was younger, there there wasn't that representation. It wasn't. Not really that I can think of. I didn't see, oh, that's so-and-so. Oh, you know, she reminds me of me. As far as African-American-wise and culture-wise, yeah. But size, I don't remember seeing anybody that really looked like me. I mean, I'm albino, so that I didn't see anybody that looked like me, period. But size, I didn't see anybody that looked like me. So having now having uh, the Internet and having all of these different outlets, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, um, Twitter, Snapchat, you get to experience all of these different influencers and they are amazing. Like I said, I follow several different um, women and men who always talk about confidence and everything that will blow your mind. But that's that I told you that triggered me a little bit because I never let someone settle for me. I don't want to just settle for me. No. No, 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 no. That's not how this works. It's not. I don't ever want to be the, well, the constellation prize in a sense. Or the the participation trophy. If that makes sense. I don't want to be, well, you tried. You know, I done did everything else in the world. You know, I guess, I guess this is what it is. If that, if that makes sense, let me know if it doesn't make sense, but I don't, I don't want to be just a fetish because to be real about it, a lot of these muscle head dudes and stuff like that, a lot of them love big women and a lot of dudes from different cultures love big women. But that's it's something that's gonna tie into that for the hey honey section. We're 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 gonna talk about that. But thank you for tuning in. Let's move on to the next section. Hey honeys, it's that time for our advice slash encouragement segment of the show and this week we don't have any voice memos or messages or questions or anything for me to give advice on so this will be encouragement week um i hope and pray that i say something that you can connect to and take with you throughout your day throughout your week throughout your month or throughout your year um i always say and if you're new here this will be new to you but um speaking to you all during this segment which the feedback I have gotten is a lot of people enjoy this (laughs) a lot of people enjoy this segment so um lost my train of thought that quickly Jesus but (laughs) 
as I'm speaking to you all, I'm speaking to myself. Um, a lot of times I feel like it's easier for us as a people to give advice than take it, especially if we're the strong friend in a sense, especially if we're the ones that's used to taking care of other people or helping other people or doing whatever needs to be done for other people. When it comes to self, we don't really we don't really show self the love we need to show self. So that the this was so this was supposed to go in a different way. This this was supposed to go in a different direction. But had I not said anything, y'all wouldn't have known that. So overlook that. But a lot of times we can see other things in people that we can't see in ourselves and other people can see things in us that we don't see now okay that's how we can tie this together (laughs) now i say that to say this we can see the beauty in other people but we can't see the beauty in ourselves what what defines beauty to you is it physical mental um spiritual uh personality what what makes a person beautiful to you and when you answer this all of the things that you name can you refer those things to yourself me personally i can see thousand and one things in a person that are beautiful to me um how they laugh someone's the someone's smile their eyes different physical features who they are as a person um excuse me who and not who they are as a person and not who i believe them or perceive them to be um, how they treat others. All these things factor into beauty to me. Now, to be honest, as far as I go, I crack jokes and stuff all the time. And other people see this confidence within me that I don't see. And it's it's hard to say that. Or it's kind of surreal to say that, especially... <laughs> to people that you know and people that you don't it's kind of surreal to say that because of course the people that hear this i'm gonna get messages schneider you're beautiful don't listen to other people everything's okay and it's easier said than done a lot of times and that's to be real about it it's very easy to hear a compliment But for a person that may be going through something at the time or they don't see the things that you see, that compliment to them is an insult or it's being seen from their from their perspective as, oh, they're just saying this because this this person is my friend or they're just saying this because uh, we go to church together or they're just saying this because they're my parent. They're just saying this because eh, they're trying to be nice. 
you know, you're not really this and you're not really that. I don't tell myself I'm beautiful enough like I should. I don't tell myself I'm enough as much as I should. I don't tell myself that I'm a dope ass individual as much as much as I should. Because I I let and I try I try my best not to, but I let circumstances and I let things come and kind of shift my perspective. There I have my days where I'm like, oh, I'm cute. <laughs> you know, and I can push through. And then I have my days where it's legit like, yeah, no, this, 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 and this is wrong. And I know it sounds horrible. And I'm not saying it to get pity or sympathy. And I know everybody probably goes through this goes through um goes through this and have these type of days um but for me i guess i i'm getting to a point now where i try to surround myself with more encouraging positive people not just in the physical sense as far as like my friends and stuff that i keep around but like even following people on social media there's a few people that I follow that are not really life coach, but life coaches, but they are just these confident beings. There's one guy that I just started following. I think his name is Big Sexy Official, and he's a bigger guy. Um, he's not like real big, but he's a bigger guy. And they want to say you can't tell him nothing about himself because he know he fine. <laughs> Um, him, how, what's her name? Just, uh, just not, is it just baby or just, just Libby? I think that's what her name is with the long, colorful, uh, hair and the nails. <laughs> I love her because she has such a confidence about herself. And that's something that even though I come across, you know, joking and smiling and laughing, it seems confident, but I don't have the confidence that I wish I have or that I wish um, I see in other people or that I wish um, I don't have the confidence that other people see in me. I received a compliment one time from um, someone, and like I said, the compliment was very great it was a great compliment but at the time even though i knew it was a compliment and i knew who it was coming from and i know he would never say anything wrong to me like nothing out of the way even though it was a compliment it felt like an insult because i looked at my circumstances and i let that moment that beautiful moment of someone telling me you know Shanice is gonna do great things and just all this positive things I let that moment pass because my negative thoughts outweighed my positive energy 
And I don't want that for other people. You know, a lot of times I tie my beauty to my size. And I shouldn't do that. And I'm I'm learning and trying to shake out of that and trying to shake um picking myself apart in pictures and in the mirror and stuff like that. So I'm learning, I'm I'm learning, I'm trying to get better with it. But I tie beauty, or at least with me, I tie my beauty to my size, to my skin color, which I can do nothing about. I can do absolutely nothing about my skin color. God made this and it says in his word, he makes no mistakes. So like for a minute, when I was younger, I was embarrassed about being albino. I don't think I'm, I don't think my mom even knows that for a minute, I was embarrassed to be albino, especially when I was younger because I didn't understand how me and my brother, who's also albino, how we how we were albino, but my mom and my sister are like this light skin complexion, and like looking at them at first glance, you know they're black. But when you look at me and my brother, you know people people stare, and then it's the some they wait for you to say something to see if you black and all of this, and the worst experience which i don't i don't know if my mom remembers this or not i would have to ask her but i don't know if she remembers this or not the worst experience that i have ever had with being albino and everything um i was my senior year of high school i played uh soccer um on this team for disabled children and stuff like that and we were leaving a soccer game it was me and my mom i think my brother was in the car um i think my sister but i can't remember if she was in the car or not but we left the soccer game that morning and everything and we had to go sing we had to, i think we had choir rehearsal um because i remember still having on my uniform and everything because my shorts were short they weren't like cooch cutters or nothing like that but they were short um i remember us being on the way to church and this car had these two white girls in it pulled up pulled up on the side of us and was like telling us to roll the window down and she wanted a girl the girl that was driving told told me she was like oh my god i just had to stop and tell you that like you are the ugliest thing i have ever seen and then she hit the, she hit the gas and like when i say that it's 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 one of those moments it's like wait what it 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 snatches a piece of you. It does. It snatches a piece of you. Her coming out of nowhere and or at least she had been on the road long enough to look in the car or whatever. 
at just to say that I was ugly. She felt the need to stop and roll the window down and everything. Now, of course, my mom heard my mom. <laughs> my mom, she don't do confrontation, but don't play with her kids. My mom, the my mom that got in front of her and told her pull over, <laughs> pull over at Walmart parking lot, whatever the case may be, you know. But don't play with her kids. And I remember going to choir rehearsal and acted like everything was fine. My mom asked if I was okay and all of these things. And I remember like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. It's okay. It's okay. But I cried that night. And I was like, well, why do I look like this? Why? Like, what was the point? And I remember being angry, angry at her, angry at God in a sense, because I I look the way that I do. And now in this moment, I'm thankful that I am albino. I'm thankful that I am unique. Uh, my, <laughs> my friends say all the time that I'm a unicorn. <laughs> so I'm thankful for that. And I legit was in Walmart two days ago, and this lady stopped me. She was like, you are so beautiful. I said, thank you, because <laughs> it came out of nowhere. <laughs> like, this lady legit appeared out of nowhere. She was an older lady. She, she was like, you are so beautiful. I said, thank you. She said, I'm so serious. You are beautiful. And it's it's crazy how you can experience one thing and you latch on to it in a sense or it takes a piece of you but you experience something almost in the same realm at different ages um at the time i think i was 17 18 when this happened and here i am 27 and getting stopped in a store just to be told that i'm beautiful and at that moment, I could take it and actually let it be a compliment and be thankful that I look the way that I do. My weight, I can change, but I have to change my mindset first because it makes no sense to lose the weight. And I still feel the same way that I do before I lost the weight. It makes sense to be healthier. Yes. But it doesn't make sense to try to. It doesn't make sense to try to change the outside and the physical and not work on the mental at all. So, my advice or encouraging words to you through all that I said is know your beauty, be your own definition of beauty. Don't depend on outside influences, um, be it friends, family, uh, randoms. <laughs> don't don't just look for th- don't look to them for validation, for security, for your confidence, for your happiness, for your beauty, for your definition of beauty. You know, you have to know that you are beautiful. Everyone listening to this is beautiful. I don't care. 
I don't care what you look like, what you feel like you look like. You are beautiful. Don't pick apart the masterpiece that God has created. We focus so much on the imperfections. But God made those imperfections the way he did. So they can be seen as a masterpiece. I once heard someone say that there can be several mistakes in one painting, but you will never know it. You will still call it a masterpiece. An artist can make several mistakes in a song, in a painting, in a whatever, and it will still be called a masterpiece. You are a masterpiece. I love you. Hey, love bugs. We have reached the end of this episode. Thank you so much for hanging in there with me till the end. Thank you so much for enduring my rambling and emotional roller coaster and all of my foolishness. It is greatly appreciated. Um, We have reached, I don't know why I keep saying we have reached, but we have reached <laughs> unique unique speaks unique speaks is when i usually do a quote of the week or i get my poetry involved and this week there is a poem i have a new poem for you and i really hope you enjoy it it's really untitled but i'm leaning more towards the title of the miseducation of a fat girl um so i hope you enjoy it And here we go. So they say beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Well, I wonder if they know that I'm visually impaired. Not only if they know, I wonder if they truly care to see. I thought I looked cute today. Nice outfit, cute lipstick, thick, moisturized hair. But in the blink of an eye, (laughs) their stares, side comments, and smirks quickly stripped me of the little shred of confidence I thought I had. Now, here I stand bare in my mirror, picking apart, questioning, and cursing the very masterpiece that God himself took the time to create. Wishing I could control, alt, and delete my stomach, photoshop my arms, and edit my thighs because in society's eyes, everyone should look like a Kardashian or Jenner, right? Long hair, big boobs, small waist, big butt. (laughs) What? Oh, I almost forgot. My black is beautiful. Even though there will be some of my own people who will question if my complexion will convey that message, if that makes any sense. But to be honest, I'm tired of living by society's narration. It's time to start a new mission of living by my own vision of my definition of beauty. I, sorry, (laughs) I arm myself with my favorite lipstick and I quickly morph into that chick and these lips turn into switchblades that are used to cut through your ignorance. I'm fat. So what? 
it I'm sorry, I'm fat. It's okay to say it. I'm fat. So what? It's not like we can ignore the subject. I'm fat. I have two stomachs, stretch marks, kind of wide hips, a decent sized butt, uh, cellulite, and thighs that touch. And that's fine. Because I'm slowly starting to embrace what's mine. But see, what I won't continue to do is be your punchline. I'll probably never be a snack. And that's an idea for which I have to become comfortable. But come to think about it, I've yet to meet a grown person that's gotten full off of a Lunchable. So besides being a full-blown meal, I am a unique individual. And I have a complex mind. So when I leave from this mic, I don't want you to remember me for my looks I want you to remember me for the words that I left behind. Thank you. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> um, Sorry for the stumbling and everything. I kept going through it and going through it. But as soon as you hit record, honey, <laughs> your mind goes blank. Um, Until next time, I love you. I love you. I love you. Thank you so much. I greatly appreciate each and every one of you. Um, send me a voice memo. Please favorite the podcast. Tell a friend to tell a friend, you know, send me some feedback. It's all greatly appreciated. Until next time, please remember all you need is L-O-V-E. And I love you, red people. If you want to know why I call you red people, it's because my name is red and you are my people. So until next time, I'll talk to you soon. Bye.